0: If you saw me sitting down in the old Soup Express building that Wednesday morning, you'd think that the spineless piece of shit stool pigeon that I was interviewing was human. You'd be right about the spineless piece of shit part. The human part? Not so much. You could have passed Connie on the street corner with no information about her but the shifty eyed way she watched the world, and you would instantly know she was the type to spill the beans for enough money. She looked as slimy as her personality. Greaseball face, a wig likely styled with canola oil, damp patches at her groin and underarms. The chunky gold watch and necklace she wore were the kind of jewelry owned by CEOs and high rollers, not assholes with sharpie eyebrows and juicy sweats. If Connie had been smart, she would have sold that watch for whatever the pawn shop would give her and headed for the border. Not to a country without an extradition agreement, but a country without an overlord. Connie wasn't smart, so she was in an empty condemned building with me. She was regretting it. We haven't met before, have we? She asked, mopping at her forehead with a fistful of dusty napkins from the counter. Before the economy crashed, Soup Express had been one of those places where you ordered at the register and got your food delivered to your table, an uncomfortable mix of fast food and sit-down, and they left behind a lot of detritus. I fought the urge to lean back as Connie sat in the chair across from me, arranging her long, narrow limbs into the pretense of a casual posture. Slouched back, ankles crossed, arms behind her neck. Might have been convincing if she'd held still like that longer than two seconds. She couldn't stop fidgeting. Jesus, she didn't smell right. I expected someone that looked like her to reek of body odor and cologne. Instead, she smelled like rot. No, we haven't met, I said, fortunately. How many contacts do you feed information to if you can't remember them all? Connie shrugged. It was a short, twitchy gesture, more like someone was tickling the back of her neck and she was trying not to look back to see who it was. You know how it is, drop some lethy, lose a year. I didn't know how it was, I didn't even know what it was. I casually lifted the cover of my manila folder and skimmed the top page. Fritz had left me a sticky note about Lethy. It said, street drug for demons, stimulant, subcutaneous insertion via intake bracelet, or inhalation via sinuses. My eyes flicked up to Connie. Her watch had slid down her bony wrist, revealing an iron band on her forearm. The intake bracelet. I pretended that I hadn't noticed it, or at least that it didn't surprise me, I wanted Connie to think this was a normal day of the week for me. Like it was part of my morning routine to squeeze information out of spineless piece of shit stool pigeons. It wasn't. My job was not so much intimidation and hexes and shooting guns, as much as pushing papers from one side of my desk to the other, and occasionally tracking down nonviolent perps. At least that's what my job used to be before I had a bounty put on my head by the incubus mafia. One thing had led to another, I'd gotten promoted to a special team, and the status quo had changed in kind of a big way. Now here I was, working with demon informants. A demon. Jesus. This part definitely wasn't normal for me. I had one demon contact, one, and Monique was an artisan, a shut-in, someone who presented no real threat to humanity, And even though a skinny chick like Connie was as unintimidating as I could imagine, I didn't know what kind of demon tricks she might be able to pull. These days, frankly, it felt like I didn't know anything about anything. Not that I could let Connie catch on to that. We need to talk about the infernal energy event that we detected this weekend, I said. The words came out smooth. Infernal energy event. Those were three words I'd never put together before in my life but I thought I made it sound pretty natural. Connie's face crumpled like she was about to start crying. Oh, man. I let the manila folder drop closed. So you know about it. Don't need to ask me about this one. Find someone else, anyone else. I was mostly new to demons, but not new to dealing with informants. There were two kinds of them, the kind that needed intimidation to loosen up, and the kind that needed money I thought Connie might snap if I tried to intimidate her. Couldn't imagine pulling the look at how big and scary I am moves on a lady anyway, even if she was a demon lady.